This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more. All right, welcome to Geared Up. We've got a special show for you this week. It's Todd Bishop here in Seattle, and Andrew Edwards is on the phone from New York City, where he just attended the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 unveiling there. How's it going, Andrew? What's going on? Is you having a great time out here? Nice. I understand you're literally driving in an Uber right now. Right, right. I'm riding on to another meeting at this moment. But yeah, I just got out of getting uh, some early hands-on with the Galaxy Note 8 just a few minutes ago. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Give us your highlights. What should people know about the Galaxy Note 8? Okay, yeah, the Galaxy Note 8 basically is the latest flagship device from Samsung. It is what they consider to be the top of the line phone that they sell. So even, you know, more premium than the Galaxy S8 or the Galaxy S8 Plus. So really large screen, um, amazing new camera system, dual lens camera system, similar to what you find on the current iPhone 7 Plus, but with dual optical image stabilization on both lenses, which is a first in the world for a smartphone. It's also got six gigabytes of RAM built in, which is crazy because that's more than some laptops out there have. And this is just something you're carrying around in your pocket. And then a bunch of new uh, features for the S Pen, which is what really sets the Note 8 apart from any other phone is that stylus. Let's talk about the screen first. It's 6.3 inches diagonal. And if you compare that to the, to the iPhone 7 Plus, the iPhone 7 Plus is 5.5 inches diagonal, but then you look at the actual phone size and the Galaxy Note 8 is actually just a little bit taller, maybe like right. a tenth of an inch. Barely. And they're doing that because of the bezels, right? They're skinning yeah. up the bezels. The bezels on the top and bottom are very minimal and on the sides are pretty much non-existent. So it's really, you know, when you compare it to holding, you know, the iPhone 7 Plus, which is my phone of choice, um, the iPhone really does feel really chunky and almost like a brick. Um, compared to something that has, you know, a much bigger screen, but is much easier to hold and much easier to fit in your pocket. The display also has high dynamic range built in, so it has a wider color gamut and um, can also get much brighter than the typical display. So they were showing us like some clips of different videos that were taken outdoors and it, everything just looks amazing. The screen is great. It's so big, in fact, that you can have two apps running side by side um, and actually get like useful information out of both of them. Yeah, that's one of the things that they showed. You can kind of pair apps and launch them simultaneously. What's that all about and how does it work? Yeah, so you can you can pair pretty much any app that is um that is optimized to to use just a portion of the screen. So you could do that with any app. But you know how you can basically save app icons to your home screen with the Note 8, you can pair up two apps into one icon, and then when you tap on that icon to launch it, it'll launch both apps at once. So, for example, if you like watching YouTube and browsing Twitter, you can make an app that when you tap on it, YouTube launches on one half of the screen, Twitter launches on the other half of the screen. Very interesting. Have they done that before? And, and is that the RAM that they're doing to make that possible, the six gigabytes of RAM you were talking about? Yeah, six, six gigabytes of RAM definitely helps make that happen because you're running two apps simultaneously side by side, and both of them do need resources. And it is a first for Samsung phones. It's a first to create app icons that launch two apps simultaneously. You can currently manually do that process. It's just now on the Note 8, you can create you know icons that do it for you. 
cool. So you were also talking about the cameras, and this is something they demoed during the presentation. You can mm -hmm. essentially have control over both the background image and the foreground image. Yeah, so the cool thing about the dual camera system, you know, number one is that you have the, you know, for lack of a better term, you have the regular wide angle and then you have the zoom lens and you can swap between the two. So if you want, you know, a close, a close photo or a far away photo, you can swap between the two or you can have it just take both. So you, you zoom in on one, but it'll actually take both images and save both images. And then the whole thing with blurring the background. So with the iPhone 7 Plus currently, and actually I'm getting out. So let me let me step out of this and then I'll finish that finish that sentence. That's cool. It's like a live in okay. motion podcasting. I love it. Yes, exactly. So yeah, the cool thing about the dual lens system is that it can take two images at the same time. With that six gigabytes of RAM, it can actually process two images. So with the current iPhone 7 Plus, you can choose to swap between the wide angle image or the zoomed in image and you can just you know on the fly swap between them with the galaxy note 8 it'll actually snap both pictures at the same time so if you're zoomed in and you hit the shutter if you look in your camera roll you'll see you have both versions of the picture so that's really cool um but even cooler is you know again compared to the iphone currently the iphone 7 plus you can go into portrait mode and you can blur the background but the black background is either blurred or it's not blurred so you can turn on the blur turn off the blur with the Note 8, you can actually, on the fly, in the viewfinder, control how much of a blur you want in the background. So if you just if you don't want any, you can turn it off. And it's a slider. So you can just, you know, adjust it to, you know, very, very precise detail to how much, you know, of that creaminess you want in the background. It's actually really, really impressive when you play with it. Very cool. If you're just joining us, we are talking with Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. Andrew is in New York City where he just attended the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 unveiling. Andrew, big picture, what does this do for Samsung? Because obviously they had a lot of problems with the Note 7. Right. They're back in the game here with this large device again. What, what does this do for them? Um, I think it shows, you know, right now, the thing, the thing with the whole smartphone, you know, industry is every company is on their own schedule, right? And so Apple is every September, and Samsung comes out with, you know, introduces the Note every August, and the Pixel will probably be in October. So everybody has this cadence that they do, and Samsung just so happens to be in the position where they're showing their, you know, new major flagship first. So it puts them, at least for the next, you know, month between now and release, it puts them in the, in the position of being able to say we have, you know, what most people would unequivocally agree to be the most premium smartphone that you can get in the world. And, you know, when you play with it, you have it in your hand, you hold it, you use it. It's really hard to find an argument where you can put any other smartphone in that same light. Samsung really does have, as of today, the best smartphone on the market. Now, it's not available for purchase yet. But, you know, that, you know, we're not, they don't really count on sale dates. They're counting, we've revealed this first, so we have the best. That's right. So pre-orders for this device, the Galaxy Note 8, uh, began on August 24th, uh, this past Thursday. It'll actually go on sale um, in September. And the, the rack price, if you're just going to buy this unlocked, is $929. So this is not a cheap Yeah, phone. and it's actually weird. $929 if you buy unlocked from Samsung. It's 960 if you buy it unlocked from Verizon, 950 from AT&T, 
and 930 from T-Mobile. Exact same phones, exact same capabilities. Uh, I don't really get why there's a price discrepancy there, but that's what you can uh, expect to pay if you go with a carrier. One other thing about the price, though, um, last year when they recalled the Note 7, they said, you know, there were rumors there would be something special for those buyers. And as it turns out, I'm not sure if it's today only or going forward, but if you bought a Galaxy Note 7 and you registered it to your Samsung account, you can go in and get $425 off of the price of the Note 8. Very interesting. All right, we are talking with Andrew Edwards from New York. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. It's Todd Bishop here in Seattle. Andrew Edwards is on the line from New York City, where he just attended the Samsung Galaxy Note 8 unveiling. Andrew, there was a joke toward the end of the Samsung press conference where they pointed out that you can actually use a standard headphone jack on the Note 8. A clear poke at Apple, right? Well, I don't know if it's a clear poke at Apple. It probably is a clear poke at Apple coming from Samsung. But the fact of the matter is, the brand new Essential phone that just launched has no headphone jack. The Moto Z has no headphone jack. It's probably, a, they meant it as knock on Apple, but really the headphone jack is kind of going away. So the fact that they still have it on there is good for people who want it, but you can't really point the finger at Apple anymore because pretty much everybody else is getting rid of it. So, so you think in a year or two, everybody will be using some form of USB or lightning or how will that work? Yeah, it's going to be USB-C. Um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Verizon making fun of the fact that T-Mobile was throttling video down to 480p. And then three months later, they're now throttling video down to 480p. So Samsung is going to make fun of it. And then, you know, in a year or two, Samsung's not going to have that port either. But I think, you know, going forward, the next, the next big change as far as ports go is going to be portless. So, you know, people are wondering, when is Apple going to adopt USB-C? I don't see them ever doing that. They have Lightning currently, and the next step is going to be going from Lightning to just going to no port at all, and you're just using wireless charging. So that's where Bluetooth really steps in in terms of connectivity as well, I exactly. would imagine. It's going to be Bluetooth, and, um, you know, getting rid of all the ports is going to make these phones even more water-resistant also. But that's like, you know, that might be three or four years in the future. Yeah. Well, I know that the S Pen is really a signature feature, a signature accessory for the Note 8. What's new in the S Pen for this new device? Well, it's not so much that the S Pen is new, that it is the software that's updated on the new Note that allows you to do more stuff with it. So one of the standout features of the S Pen is that you can now remove the S Pen from the device and immediately start writing on your lock screen. So your lock screen is completely black because that's one of the advantages of OLED technology. And you can just start writing, taking notes, making to-do lists, shopping lists, whatever, writing on your home screen. And you actually have 100 full screen swipes, so basically 100 pages worth that you can write while your phone is off. So anytime you need to jot something down quickly, you don't have to like open your phone, unlock your phone, find the, the app you want to take your notes in or anything. You just remove the stylus and start writing. That's one thing. Another thing is you can actually use it, and not, probably not many people will use this, but you can even use the S Pen underwater now. So you can be underwater, or let's just say you're in the shower, and you have your phone in there listening to a podcast, and you have one of those shower thoughts that you don't want to forget. You can actually write, even if your screen is wet, using the S Pen. Um, one other cool feature that I thought was great was as you're browsing, let's just say you're browsing the, uh, the internet, and you come across 
a, you know, a page that's not in your native language. You can use the S Pen to highlight the words, highlight full sentences, highlight a paragraph, whatever it might be, and it'll immediately um, translate that text into your language. I believe it supports 70 languages that it can recognize and the 30 languages that it can, it can translate to, or that might be reversed. I forget which is which, but it's a lot of languages. You can basically you know, go to the menu of a restaurant that you want to visit in Paris and just highlight with the S Pen and read everything in English. And you can also highlight the dollar amounts. It'll translate the currency as well. So those were the three things with the S Pen that really stood out to me. There was one other, though, right? Because you put up a oh. video of trying to insert the S Pen uh, the wrong way right, back into right. the device, so, right? You know, a lot of people didn't catch this last year because this was actually fixed last year with the Note 7, but it got recalled. But um, on the previous device, on the Note 5, which they skipped the Note 6, there was no Note 6. On Note 5, if you put the S Pen in backwards, you basically ruined your device. You couldn't pull it back out. It was stuck in there, and you have to, like, go get professional help um, to basically trade your device to get a new device. So now we just, I just decided, you know, I asked some people what they want to know about the Note 8 before I went in. And one of the things that a lot of people asked about was, hey, does the, does the stylus still get stuck? So when I pulled it, picked it up and tried to put it in there, and no, it does not. You cannot. It doesn't let you insert it backwards. So <laughs> no worries on that anymore. Very interesting. You mentioned OLED earlier. For people who don't know that, it's organic light-emitting diodes, so OLED. It's a type of display. So it's a very low-power display, and the blacks on OLED are truly black. Each and every individual pixel is able to be illuminated on a per-pixel basis. So rather than having a backlight that covers the entire display, each pixel itself is its own backlight. So when, they, when you want to show something as black, you actually just turn that one pixel off. So it gives you these really nice, deep, inky colors. Very cool. So, Andrew, you said earlier the iPhone 7 Plus is your current everyday phone. Yes. Based on what you've seen from the Galaxy Note 8, could this replace it for you personally? Um, probably not. I mean, you know, the thing, the thing with that is that's a much bigger question depending on who the person is. So I'm not, you know, to me, software is more important than hardware. And I have, you know, I've bought in to iOS and iOS apps for, you know, 10 years now. You know, I spent all this money on apps and everything that I wouldn't be able to take with me if I switched over to Android full time. So that's one thing. It's kind of a lock in factor going on. Uh, but the other thing is I always tell people, wait until the end of the year. Wait until all the major phones have been announced before making your purchasing decision for that year. So we just got the note announcement. The note's not even coming out until September 15th. Um, Apple's going to be announcing their next iPhone on September 12th. So before you can even go buy it anyway, Apple's going to be announcing their new phones, which will also be OLED, which will also be, you know, smaller with a bigger display. There's going to be a lot of premium features on that. And then Google has the Pixel announcement in October, which should also be a massive upgrade as well. So I tell people, wait until all the major flagships have been announced. So wait until mid-October, see what all the major carriers are offering, major manufacturers are offering, and then make your decision. So for me, if I had to guess, more than likely, I'm going with the new iPhone 8 Pro model, 512 gigabytes. Nice. Okay. So, hey, you're in New York. I know you've been traveling all over the place. What's next for you, yeah. Andrew? Are you headed back here to Seattle? I come home to Seattle tomorrow, and I think I'm done. I've been traveling for, I think, five weeks, back to back to back. It's been crazy. Um, I actually flew home from New York on Monday and then flew back to New York on Tuesday um, for two different, <laughs> two different brands, basically. So, it's been ridiculous. Um, I finally get to come home on Friday and like don't have any other travel plans except for one day in September. 
So hopefully, you know, between now and CES, things can calm down and I can kind of catch up on all these videos that I have banked. Nice. Well, in the meantime, you have been doing videos, lots of stuff from everything you've been seeing. I'd encourage everybody to check that out at youtube.com slash gear live, where you can also subscribe to get our regular video live streams when we do the show back yes. here in the studio with you. Speaking of which, Andrew, I've got some surprises in store for you when you get back. Uh-oh. I've uh -oh. been doing smart lights and Alexa integration. We'll have to talk about oh, wow. it on the show. You're going to okay. you're gonna enjoy what's become of the studio, I think. I'm ready. I'm ready. That sounds great. All right. For much more on the Galaxy Note 8, go to youtube.com slash gear live and GeekWire, where we've been covering the story as well. Don't forget, subscribe to Geared Up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We'll talk to you next time on Geared Up on GeekWire. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.